So hello and welcome to something a little bit different here on uh, Design Truth. Uh, my name is Brad and for the last seven and a bit years I've been uh, an industrial design recruiter. Um, we're still very much continuing the podcast so don't concern yourself too much but just to compliment things um, we're starting something called Five Questions With and uh, Five Questions With is a slightly different take on the uh, stereotypical job advert and through conversation just giving you guys some access to the inner workings of of an organisation. So even if the thought of looking for a new role is it's not actually for you, the next 25 to 30 minutes should be, you should be able to take, you should be able to take something from it. Um, we start off with a familiar voice to the podcast, CEO of tech accessories brand Nolly, Asad Hamir, who joined me to talk about an industrial design role he's got on at the minute. Um, the link to the advert um, is found on the Design Truth Design Directory. Um, as you know, it's an interactive industrial design map of the UK which is uh, notifying you of who's hiring, who's out there, who's uh, around the corner from you with uh, no mention of Figma designing pensions or the uh, the digital dark side. Um, the audio on this conversation is okay. Um, do appreciate that uh, Asad had to jump into a different meeting space very last minute and there was a moment where the label machine just kept going off and people just kept walking in. Um, you might not even notice it to be fair, but um, it's not as strong as the audio we had with Asad for the podcast we did um, a couple of episodes back now. Um, a better angle than just bullet points on a job advert. And um, yeah, look forward to, to sharing the uh, the next episode of the podcast very soon. Should be out this week sometimes, so fingers crossed. And uh, yeah, see you all very soon. coming on to to join us as i was just um as we just started um i'm sure this will be a lot less pressure than going on dragon's den or yeah or, or recent activities that you've been on uh so hopefully it'll be a lot less pressure for you <laughs> no no it's uh yeah like i was saying it's um often doing that it's like any pitch now you just go into like yeah this is you know this is a step down. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> I won't take too much offence to it. I'll um, I'll see. If no, I can, no, it's not, I, not you. As in, any, I'll, I'll try and play the role of Theopathetus or whatever they've got. <laughs> well, days. he wasn't there, right? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, thanks for coming in to, to join us. Those that are listening and probably thinking, you know, "What on earth is going on?" Um, uh, just to give a, a brief kind of context, anyone that does listen to Design Truth will know that I'm not actually a designer. And the minute I start talking about design, I do sound quite stupid quite quickly. Um, and the world that I know is recruitment, so hiring and not firing, uh, but kind of helping companies um, get the best possible design talent they can, kind of touching wood. Um, and, and the idea behind videos like this is that we kind of try to open up that process or give a little bit more visibility to what that actually is so designers may understand this lingo but when you first take a job on there's a thing called taking the brief <laughs> so that's hopefully a couple of words that designers are nodding their head to um so this is a perhaps slightly dumbed down and hopefully a slightly less boring version of that um kind of process just to give people complete visibility on the jobs that we've got on the companies that we work with um, their vision, the proposition of why you should join those places, because designers looking for work will definitely resonate with this. But you know, how many times have you looked at a job ad online and it just says the word "our client is"? You know, there's no real detail of what the actual job is, who the people that you're going to be working with, what's their 
design process like and all those kind of bits and pieces and um yeah if you had all that kind of information or as much of that information as possible up front you can really determine whether you think this is a job for you or maybe a mate of yours or a design pal that you knew six seven years ago at university or something hey there's this job here maybe it sounds a bit of you so kindly um uh, a recognized voice from the podcast has, has has come to join me to talk a little bit about some stuff that's going on um over at nolly but uh, to those that didn't listen to the episode and i will kind of leave the relevant links in the relevant places it'd be great if you could just introduce yourself again and um we will steer people down the podcast path so they can listen to it a little bit more a little bit more kind of detail after this yeah no for sure um so firstly thanks thanks for for yeah having me on again um so uh, <laughs> so um i'm asad i'm the founder of nolly um uh, i've been in the kind of telecoms and tech space for 12 years um, i'm qualified optometrist by trade actually so did something quite different at uni um come from a family of optometrists actually like 45 optometrists in our family it's a scary stat to give you um but my dad was an electrical engineer so we had like loads of tech around the house and uh, we used to repair loads of pcs as a young kid and you know um so that's how i kind of fell in love with tech um over time and then third year uni i saw the iphone launch um and that was kind of my yeah kind of my moment where i felt yeah i wanted to go into the space i could see it kind of um uh you know really growing fast uh, i was only 21 22 at the time and i started a, a um a business and um yeah um i've been in that space um i've got now portfolio businesses in that space for what is it now 12 13 years uh, and first of all just excuse the background um i'm, I'm just in I'm, I'm in the trenches at the moment we're opening a store in um a shortage for nolly actually just around the corner so um i'm just just on site really yeah <laughs> so, this is this is so, this is this is proper like when you, this, is, right? this is proper yeah. startup this is like um and i'm sure we'll talk about this over the next kind of 20 25 minutes or so but this is like your background at the minute is just a very great visual representation of <laughs> of 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 the kind of the life that you're living at the minute where it's up and down we've been obviously you've been trying different rooms over the last five minutes you know <laughs> things like that so uh, that gives you a good insight in terms of what's going on with you but um the, the first kind of question I had is if we try and keep this to five five kind of key questions but I'm sure. slightly I'm slightly concerned in my own mind that every time I do have a conversation with someone I, I quite often go into different tangents so yep. I'm just going to try my best to keep this at five questions because it just sounds a bit more better than 27 questions with so yeah. uh, <laughs> i mean how important is design to Nolly? because not every kind of ceo you know director or whatever really understands the value of design or, or, or truly appreciates it so just quickly how um how important is it to you as an individual and how important is it to Nolly as a brand yeah well to answer the question i think if i can tell you a bit about my story with design um mm. so um, I, like I said, I'm an optometrist, so, um, and I had a business which was in the kind of fashion space, which if you know fashion design, is very different to industrial design. And mm-hmm. so my perception of what uh, design was in this, uh, from a product point of view, was, was my experience in fashion. Um, and it was actually, we did, uh, we did in that business, we did an industrial design project with an agency in 2000 and I think it was 2015, 16, and that just blew my mind from yeah. like how and what design should be run almost as a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so really thinking about um, 
you know, how people use products, how you can improve the experience for people, how you can make it better, or how you could use design to optimize costs, or, you know, how you could use design to, um, uh, you know, as a, as a tool in whichever whichever way you're, you're, you're looking to uh, approach it. So, um, yeah, that was my kind of first experience of it. And um, um, ever since then, I've just been fascinated with, the process that we've gone through, I guess, over the last few years with Nolly. And we've been through different stages of design. So I'd call the stage, the first stage being the kind of like um, the inspiration and coming up with the concepts, which was, which led to the first products launching in October. Mm. Um, and now we're in the phase of design where we're actually optimizing and um, thinking about, you know, where future behaviors are going with, you know, whether it's hybridized working or whatever it is um, and how design can be, used in in that space so design for me is everything like it's everything for our business and we we actually you know now we're we're looking to do a fundraise probably end of this year early next year and um what i'm saying to early stage or when having conversations to investors i want to build a design business this is not a product business this mm-hmm. is a design business it's not tech business it's a pro- it's a design business mm. and um um yeah you know the design will be at the heart of this business so mm. to answer the question just directly Every, everything, everything. Just everything yeah good good so um before we just go into the the, the the kind of nuts and bolts of the job maybe if you could just quickly paint out what this vision of this company is going to look like over the next couple of years you've talked about um you kind of just open up a new retail space um yeah. i was looking at some some of the new kind of bits of sustainability that nolly were looking at quite recently and kind of thinking yeah. back of when i got sent some products a, a long time ago and so how it must how it's, 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 it's different yeah. it's from, from when it kind of started out and i suppose yeah. more importantly how this particular hire is going to make an impact on that so yeah, um exactly. I, what's the next couple of years going to look like for, for nolly as a as a brand so, so the vision for nolly is to really build a customer first um tech brand Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with um, you know, design uh, very much at the kind of heart of that. Um, but we want to get closer and closer to the customer, and that's why we're doing the store that we're opening. You know, getting mm-hmm. you know, increasing our throughput and getting closer to the customer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thumbnail, sort of. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, getting closer to the customer as much as possible, and um, uh, and getting close close to that customer means that we know. Yeah, where those pain points are, you know, it's not just a skew, you know, um, when I look at the accessory space and have been in there for a long time, there's a lot of the brands are skew filling, you know, they're, they're you know, filling a hole where there should be a wireless charger, there should be, you know, um, a higher amp battery or whatever it is. I, I want to approach it from the other direction, which is what does the customer need? Um, you know, what's the use case now? Where the where the market is going? Um and, and basically designing our products around that. So in terms of the future growth of the business, um, I can see our kind of model um, being two or threefold. Um, so whilst I've kind of started to talk about a customer-facing company, retail is still a key part of our strategy, mm. um, and it's something that we're going to explore as a distribution channel. And in terms of getting the brand out there, retail is fantastic because you can part with you know, a storage state, which has 200 stores, 100 stores, 50 stores, which will be... You know a lot harder for you to do just doing it online or pushing online but online is is going to be at the kind of center of our strategy 
that combined with stores. So even though this is going to be our first store, I'm really confident it's going to work. Um, and um, I've got a lot of experience with retail. Um, and we will use the combination of online and, and retail to then hit different territories and grow basically using that model, um, starting off in London and Southeast and then, you know, national. Um, and then after that, we really want to go after America. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, the the next strategy, next part of the strategy. And, um, you know, you, you would have seen through Nolly's, Nolly's um, you know, as well as being a functional brand, it's an aesthetic, aesthetic brand. Absolutely. Right. And um, so color and CMF, um, you know, materials um, and everything, you know, are, are really, really important. Um, and that will play through in the store as well. So every touch point needs to be about all of those things. And then finally, as you mentioned there, sustainability, you shouldn't need to compromise on it at all in, in you know, in today's world. There are certain, um, you know, certain products, there are certain fire and safety risks that come with certain plastics. So in certain areas, the industry is kind of playing catch up uh, a little bit. Um, but, you know, we, we, we want to build, you know, come back to the point around building a customer company and that's what our customer wants they want you know a sustainable business and um and also we you know with anything we we do we we want to be making products which you know we're we're mindful and being responsible about how they're made and how they're disposed of yeah and if you if you need a, a visual representation of of nolly and color i currently have a a, a teal colored wireless charger to a an orange an orange kind of usb kind of charger that kind of plugs in so um yeah, yeah color is a key key part of of the brand and um and i suppose everything you kind of stand for but it's interesting that um you don't see retail being dead and you actually see it being quite a key part of your strategy whereas there'd be other companies that would perhaps have kind of reversed that psychology over a lot particularly over lockdown periods and kind of pumped up in terms of e-commerce but you see retail as a great way of getting to know your customer better yeah so so it actually comes from doing the two london design festivals we did because mm. i was on the stand for both of those and um literally spoke to i don't know thousands of people and the passion you get from people being face to face um it was incredible and um, it made me realize that you know nolly is a product and a brand which is tactile it is about the little mechanisms it is about the little feelings on it um, so I think our retail business, yeah, I mean, you know, people want and desire, though, I think, you know, on top, not just uh, a shopping experience, but actually an experience, right? So to make our retail work, we, we need to be not just um, solving a problem in terms of selling products, but also creating a real experience as well. Mm. Um, so, and I think also there's there's also maybe an opportunity for us um, you know, like for example, we're doing AirPods cases. Why can't we sell the AirPods with the AirPod case, for example, mm. and start to think about it like that, or the AirTag with the Air, AirTag case? And so I think there's there's yeah huge growth in the retail channel. Yeah, cool. So um, in terms of what you're asking, so we scoped out what the the, the kind of the, the right. base the baseline proposition of what uh, of yeah. why you'd perhaps want to come and join Nolly at this kind of period in time. But what is it that you're after? What is it that's going to help you execute that vision? I suppose. Yeah, sure. So um, coming back to the point around like trying to get as close to the customer, I want us to be able to be agile in designing stuff, iterating, refining, you know, going back to the customer, getting their thoughts. Um, at the moment, we're working with various agencies, which is great as well. And I still continue to see us continuing to work with the agencies mm. uh, externally. But I, but I want that um, 
you know, I want, I want inside an engine for ideas, for, um, you know, new concepts. You know, I want us to be constantly thinking about um, products. You know, I, I, you know, often wake up thinking, oh, you know, there's this great idea or that, that great idea or someone within the team will have it. And it's having that person to start building our design uh, ethos internally. When we spoke, you know, last week, it, it's very much this kind of end-to-end you're kind of going into the next phase of Dali where you're building an internal design function, um, which should, in theory, propel the, the brand even further forward. Yeah, and if we could just touch on the AirPods that mm. we're just about to launch onto pre, pre-order, process has taken us about three three months or so, okay. um, but we've had, uh, what we did was we threw out a few concepts to the community, mm. um, got them to vote on it, and then we threw out a CMF finish, got them to vote on it again, um, and um, uh, basically, um, we've had over 2,000 responses or something okay. something like that. So it shows the kind of level of interest that there is. And how we've actually launched and started that product is actually how I want to work on a lot of our products. Maybe not everything. Certain mm. products will have more intellectual property and actually we need to hold it back a little bit more. Um, but actually, you know, with those everyday products, it's really important we, we, we speak to the community and we involve them in the process. And to do that, you need speed because you can't you can't then go back to the community two months later. You know, after you put out an initial concept, you know, mm-hmm. you, the community expect and demand you to keep them up to date. And in building a community, it comes with big responsibility. You know, that um, the community will start to demand, and um, so that you know that's also part of the role. Is someone who is um, uh, you know wants to have that direct relationship with customers you know like to be speaking to people not necessarily just one-to-one so um they um you know someone who wants to have that relationship with people as well um because you know i think if i reflect on fashion design a lot of it is done in an ivory tower without enough interaction with people Mm. um and you know fashion is very much of the you know inspiration of the of the designer right Mm. whereas i think in industrial design it's a lot about use case a lot about you know um how people use things and and with things changing so much in just life in general i think it's key mm, yeah it's when you when you mentioned speed there it kind of touches upon the kind of characteristics of this hire you know are they someone that i always think when i do a little bit of stuff with startup i call it the startup mentality of are you prepared to physically put the product in the boxes kind of mantra yeah. so it was a good example of like that speed and ethos and when you're looking at maybe your portfolio or something like now and you're thinking is that going to be the kind of environment where i can get a really good turnaround of getting product to market and exposure of you know far east kind of manufacturing all those kind of different bits and pieces so i'd imagine that is, is that a big part of the kind of the background of the individuals that you're after or that's it's difficult to always give a years of experience, but just the kind of background of who you think would work really well within Nolly and, and, and executing that vision. Have you got an idea, not in terms of companies, but just general background of the kind of person you'd be thinking about? Yeah, so I think definitely um, three to four years experience from a product okay. point of view. Plus, right. um, uh, you know, it would be great if it was in a connected type of industry, but it's mm. not necessarily you know, essential. Um, someone who, um, you know, has, you know, experience of industrial design, designing products, which, you know, are solving problems, um, you know, in clever ways, working with other agencies as well, um, mm. or, or working within an agency. 
so understanding how to manage different stakeholders um, and how the whole kind of process works. Yeah. CMF, um, you know, is super, super important. So, um, yeah, someone who's got, you know, a really clear or, or you know, really passionate about CMF um, and, you know, colors and materials, um, yeah, the, the different finishes possible. Um, someone who really enjoys that side of things, you know, doing renders, um, mocking them up, you know, sharing them, getting ideas. Um, so I think, um, yeah, all, all, of, all of the above in that sense. I think from a making point of view um, and actually engineering and all that kind of stuff, we've actually got a really good foundation in the business. Um, it's, it's easy to dream up ideas, right? But it's really hard to make them. Um, mm. So so it's, it's um, whilst, you know, there's a lot of experience now in the business around that, I think it's important that someone has that basic understanding. Yeah, I suppose that comes on nicely to to. I don't know if I'm on question four. I've kind of lost count myself. But who would this person be kind of working alongside? You know, who I, I know you've made some recent appointments in like head of marketing and kind of fleshing out the business. So who are they going to be working really, really closely with, as well as yourself? Sure. So if I, I mean, um, I have a portfolio of businesses. What I've been lucky to do with this business is bring in some of my group. Uh, mm. structure into this business so for example we have an operations director you know who works across my businesses so they look after the shipments that come from china and things like that finance person who looks after invoicing you know um but this person would have touch points across those kinds of people but also into um head of marketing who's you know in, in internal within the business we've got marketing executive um externally we have um uh, a chap called Daniel Barnes, who's uh, someone who works very closely with the business, um, and he has his own uh, design consultancy or um, engineering consultancy, um, and he uh, that would be someone that this role would work very closely with. Mm. In addition, we have a number of agencies that we we're working with um, as well. So uh, again, they'd be quite involved with the with the agencies, and then finally, we have we have. Um, creative directors who um, who are basically um, branding experts. So they're actually the founders of a branding agency called Made Thought. Uh, so Paul Austin and Ben Parker. Um, so they are the creative kind of guardians of the brand. Um, mm-hmm. So so you know I think um, yeah quite a bit of time would would also be spent with them. So we do have um, we do have a few different stakeholders, but mm-hmm. what's what there is in the business is you know it's got that infrastructure and that you know mm. that um that framework in place for someone to come in and plug into and and you know and, and in that sense you know yeah. they've got that environment around them as well with you know high performing people who want to do stuff yeah there's there's, there's, a, there's an element of a structure there because sometimes when you you think startup it's a bit like there's no real plan or you know it's all a bit kind of organized chaos but here there are there's a there's a, a system in place of people that are, are doing their job effectively and um, I, I do know Dan personally he's a, a very good kind of design mentor and leader to leader to kind of kind of work alongside previously Joseph Joseph and Beryl and the like so someone that you can learn a lot from as well particularly if you're at that three four year um, experience mark um just quickly have you got any insight in terms of what the process will involve in terms of interviewing so designers have a bit of heads up in terms of what they should expect this process to to look like from their end yeah for sure so um first stage interview with my, with myself and i just really like to kind of get to know the person of course um so you know just on an individual level 
about them really um is what and i spend most of the time and if they're a fan of if they're a fan of tennis it, it helps tennis or my united yeah if you're if you're uh if you're a keen Wimbledon enfusiast, it will go yeah. down well. It will go yeah, down well. Yeah, if you're a Liverpool supporter, don't bother. Don't bother. <laughs> and actually, don't don't actually bother ever contacting me either as well, because if you're a Liverpool <laughs> fan, then I do not want to be working with you. No. Jokes, jokes aside, so the first step with you, and then um, yeah. wh- wh- where does that lead to? Yeah, for sure. And I think also within that meeting, we'd go through like portfolio and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think following that, we would um, uh, probably have more in-depth discussion face-to-face mm-hmm. um and um try and also get um some more creative directors down or dan as well and and that one would be a kind of you know a bit longer really kind of you know get that portfolio out you know bounce um bounce creative ideas see how yeah. the person thinks um so you know that would be a kind of slightly longer longer yeah. session yeah. um and if you're if you're watching this retrospectively so let's say tomorrow you have the interview bring some physical stuff with you as well. I always think that goes yeah, down definitely. pretty well. Don't just bring the port, bring a bit of, you know, stuff you've worked on in the past or yeah. whatever. Uh, but go on, sorry. So, um, so second. Yeah, just like things, yeah, just things that you're passionate about, like mm. what, what, you know, what you're interested in in tech, what you've observed about the industry and, you know, share your insights really. Um, uh, you know, the beauty of this industry is very, everyone, pretty much everyone loves it. So, um, yeah, just tell me tell me about what you think about the industry. I think um, then the third stage would be um, meeting with other members of the team as well, so that the person um, can also get an insight into what the culture is like, what I'm like, you know, to work with, what um, you know, the various people are, where where some of the challenges are. It's really important that everyone kind of comes into you know a new role with with open eyes um, and. Um, yeah, and um, and then from there, if you know all being well, we um, we go through to the selection, and you know we we kind of move forward into offers and all the all the nice fun stuff. All the nice fun stuff. So cool. Um, where where is home to you guys? Where are you guys physically kind of based, and what what's the expectation around remote working or? Someone said to me the other day, "Blended working." I don't know if that's the new. Oh, blended working. I don't know I like if that's. That. I don't know if that's the new phrase we're all going for. But uh, what, what's what's the Nolly stance on that? So it's kind of varied. Like I, I you know, if you asked me three years ago, um, you know, as with a lot of people, I think you would have been like, "No, you have to come to work, right? Like, you can't work at home. Like, what's that all about?" I think you know, it, my mindset has completely changed and. Um, I think the most someone comes into work is a guy called Nick in our business. He's a head of business development and he comes in like three times a week. Um, marketing guys come in once or twice a week. Um, but we're members of TOG, the office group. Um, so we've got a really nice office in Great Portland Street um, in uh, Fitzrovia. I love the Fitzrovia area. It's just, just you know, not in the hustle and bustle. So you actually get some work done. <laughs> um, but you're not too far away as well. So if you want to kind of walk down or even take the train to like Shoreditch or whatever. Um, so um, that's where the office is, and it's very flexible. Um, having the TOG membership also means that you get, you get access to the wider network. So I often just like to kind of pop into one of the other locations. I personally can't work from home; I really struggle. Um, so, um, so I am always in the office. Um, so yeah, look, it's really flexible. I think the key thing is uh, we operate. Um, you know, with working remotely, we put in processes and and um regular check-ins and things like that so we have uh, all kind of hands um meeting every week um 
and um, everyone kind of gets involved. We have an all, everyone's in the office once a week, uh, generally. So then you get that kind of social interaction. Um, and we operate everything through Asana, you know, Slack, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So then tasks get done, you know, things, projects are, you know, managed well. You know, with our manufacturers, we have a weekly meeting, you know, in the diary, Zoom every single week on a Monday from nine to 10, two different kind of contract manufacturers we work with. So, yeah, like, you know, I, I, I'm a big, big believer in trust and autonomy, you know, um, that's, you know. I'm, so the individual will potentially dictate that. They may say, you know, I, I kind of want to be in the office a couple of days a week, or they may yeah. say the thought of going back to an office again is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> You know, as long as the work's being done, then that's the that's the kind of mantra. Cool. Is there anything else you, you want to, to add at all whilst you've got the ears of the industrial designers in the UK potentially potentially listening anything you'd like to to add at all or not yeah just just to add to that last point I think just creativity can just come in just the most unusual places right Mm. and you you know I think in this role because it's going to be a creative role right as well as a as well as a project management role in in some ways um you know creativity you know in that and how you work really really open to you know i think sometimes people just need to get away and you know go away for a week and work from somewhere and be remote and you know whatever it is so yeah i just wanted to add that for that i think just generally um uh nolly is at a very very exciting um kind of point in the journey now yeah Yeah, because we've got over that initial you know is it going to work startup and i've been here a couple of times and you know, at the, at the early stage, when we launched, we launched in the pandemic, the launch was delayed due to, you know, factories shutting down in China and things like that. So we were seven or eight months late. Um, and when you launch and, um, you know, you're always always concerned, right? Because you don't know what people are going to say, how they're going to like it, like the product, not, you know. And we've got over that and we've actually got marketing plans that are working now. We know how to reach our customers. We know what works in that way. Um, we know what colors are working, you know, we know um, what people like, what they don't like, and where the growth opportunities are, where the channels are. So we're, we're much in a much more informed and better place than we were seven, eight months ago. And so therefore, this is a very informed hire as well. Like, you know, we're making this hire at the right point um, for us as a business. And um, yeah, I think, you know, what I'm really looking for is someone that really wants to come in and make an impact you know, really drive this. I think there's, you know, talk, I talked about autonomy and I think that also comes with like someone driving it mm. and not having me telling them what to do, but almost like them, you know, really driving the role. Um, so I think, you know, on that side of things, you know, um, being a customer company also, I'd say that, you know, it'd be nice if you were comfortable being on social media, you know, like, um, you know, engaging with customers, video content, all that kind of stuff, I think is, is you know, where the world's going to. So I think that's mm-hmm. going to be more and more important. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we're, I think we're an exciting place. I think there's an opportunity to create some amazing products. We've got an amazing manufacturing kind of supply chain, people around the business, a really strong foundation in the brand, you know, in the brand in place, which doesn't need much work to kind of, you know, scale it. Um, so yeah, it's an exciting opportunity for the right person with the right mindset who's mm. really passionate about tech. Yeah, brilliant. And I'm hoping that over the last 15, 20 minutes, 
you're starting to get excited. So um, what I would say is if you do want to apply to the job or you want to know a little bit more, you can listen to Asad for an hour talking about Nolly if you rather rather than listen to him talking about 20 minutes if you scroll down a few more episodes on the podcast. Um, but also if you go onto our design directory, you'll see Nolly on the map and that will link you through to a to a slightly more sophisticated kind of job advert or job description, which covers the kind of the the basic uh, nuts and bolts of it all. And of course, we we look forward to seeing um, some portfolios and CVs that come across. Um, thank you for for coming on to join us and to to sharing the vision as well. I think that's what ex- what's exciting about this is that you know uh, CEOs, founders, directors are coming on to share the vision and the proposition rather than just here's a list of bullet points of what I'm after. And I'm hoping that um, a few of you also go out and make, perhaps even buy some Nolly products as well, which would always, <laughs> which would always, uh, always so help me. There's a sale hand. starting on Thursday, by the way. So. There's a sale on Thursday, right? There's a sale there on Thursday. Thank you for listening. And uh, as I said before, the, the links to the advert is on our uh, industrial design directory, which is on the uh, Design Truth website. Um, there's some insight into salary and pretty much as as, uh, as much transparency as you'll ever see um, on a job advert. The uh, the days of our client ears are, are long gone, um, which is only a good thing. Um, let me know in terms of format, if you prefer this to be five questions with or 20 minutes with. I know titles are a bit ambiguous, but uh, let me know what you'd, you'd prefer. It'd be great. Um, hello at designtruth.co.uk or just track Design Truth down on the socials. Um, you'll probably see our logo everywhere now, so I can only apologise. Um, share this with a design pal of yours, and uh, yeah, keep that community spirit going. Um, look after yourselves, and I'll uh, see you next time.